Hello and welcome back. We're the Horror Movie Crew. I'm Josh. Hello, y'all. Seth. It's Jess. Oh, she's singing again. <laughs> she got a new car, sorta. Not really. <laughs> and she's in a good mood. It's beautiful fall weather. It is yes. very, very nice outside. We're at a news anchor desk. We are. As Seth just pointed out. Seth, what's the weather? Currently, it's a balmy 65 degrees, Ooh. partly sunny. Wind's blowing lightly from the northeast. Wow. Five miles per hour. Is that right? No, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Sounds accurate. Seth's drinking out of uh, the wine bottle tonight. He's getting a little crazy yes. on a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday. This is episode 18. I but, fucked last episode all up. I think I called it 15, 16, 17, 18. Yeah. Are you sure 18's right? I'm, I'm pretty sure. Jess? Yes. Okay. I, it started out 16 last time, and then it, we found out it was 17. Okay. So you weren't mm. that far off. Well, thank you. Don't be so hard on yourself. I am. I'm my own worst <laughs> critic. Like most great artists, I will not be fully appreciated until long after my time. That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're going to find these ta- like tapes and they're going to be like, wow. Yeah. People are going to walk around with my face on their shirts and it'll say, mm. hello and welcome. <laughs> we're the horror that. movie crew. Yeah. Don't you don't that. think so? No. Episode 18, we're talking about Halloween 2. Hey, but before we do that, Seth, what what you been up to, man? Nothing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Nothing? Nothing too exciting. I'm in the process of leasing a new vehicle oh wow so we'll see how that goes you're going big time too i'm not going big time he's going big he said time. he was getting spinners mm-hmm. <laughs> do they even sell those anymore i don't know <laughs> he's getting those walmart ones that you got to get out and spin yourself yeah i remember seeing those at walmart the plastic like mm-hmm. half the time they'd be stuck you'd uh-huh. see people <laughs> there'd be like one spinning <laughs> yeah. and then the one in the back wouldn't be spinning what a stupid fad i could see what did you say fad oh wow Oof. thought he went very uh explicit there for a minute we're gonna get kicked off itunes i don't um agree with what seth just said okay oh my god good god oh my god god has nothing to do with it (sighs) seth and i said a little (laughs) prayer before you got here my friend has coronavirus so we held hands and said a prayer yeah (laughs) the day you start saying that I <laughs> think like you're possessed or something really wrong. <laughs> Could you imagine if the three of us went to church one day? The fucking walls would set on fire. I I'd burst into flames as soon as I walked in there. <laughs> uh, Jess, what the, what have you been doing other than buying expensive new cars? Um, I did not buy a new car. My car, there's something wrong with it. So I had to mm. take it into the shop and I had to deal with this whole thing. But anyways. <laughs> thing. <laughs> What's the thing? Um... Well, it's a lease, and oh. they were like, we don't have any openings for two weeks. And I was like, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wrong answer. So they got you in? Yeah, they did. I wouldn't put And up it's with already that. fixed. I pick it up in the morning, so. Damn. That just goes Whoever to show. was on the phone clearly did not yeah. know what they were doing. Sometimes you just got to go in there, like, yep. ready to fuck somebody up. Mm-hmm. Were you, like, ready to fuck somebody up? I was. Did you go in like a Karen? Fuming. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You don't remind <laughs> me of a Karen. No. I wasn't like a Karen. You'd be more of like a Becky. I, can't, I went in there and I just yelled. I was like, all right, everybody shut the fuck up. <laughs> Listen. A, did you like pull a gun out? <laughs> yeah. Did, did you throw just, anything? I had a fake gun under my, I just used my fingers under oh my, my coat. <laughs> but you weren't using a gun with those fingers under your coat, were you? No. What were you doing? Leaving <laughs> hair to my car get serviced. <laughs> Who's going to service me? 
Mm, not me. Well, hey, I haven't been doing anything but trying to straighten up. And as you can see, I haven't gotten real far. So, uh, Clearly not. No, no. Hanging out at the house, hanging out at the hospital. I did watch Halloween 2, which mostly takes place in a hospital. I watched it in a hospital. That's bad karma right there. I thought so. I thought, oh, it'll be that much more scary. And then it just, it wasn't. It wasn't. Mm-mm, nope, not at all. Mm-mm. Well, I'm assuming the hospital you were in did not look like this one. No, it actually had lights. Like, were there people there? <laughs> <Right>. um, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes. So for Charlotte's asthma, they have to come in like every two hours and didn't do stuff. So it was like when you fell asleep, you knew they were coming back. Yeah. They did a great job. Poor I can't girl. complain. I could complain, but I'm not. How's she feeling? Great. She's back to her normal, terrible, evil, possessed self. Her head spun around 360 degrees this morning. Cool. It was crazy. You guys watching, reading, or listening to anything new? So I started watching, it's not new, but I started watching Weeds, finally. You've never watched that before? No. I I loved that show back then. I'm addicted, and there are only 30-minute episodes, so you roll right through it. I love those. 30 yeah. minuters. You never watched it either? No, I think Abby watched it, but I never did. It's really good. It is good. Kevin Nealon is in it, and he's fucking hilarious. Who's Kevin Nealon? He's a comedian. He was. He used to be on SNL forever ago, mm. but... Is he the guy from The Green Mile? No. <laughs> what, was that, what was that guy's name again? He Not is. being Rames. Michael Duncan <clears throat> Clark is his name, by the way. I had no idea you were such a Green Mile fan. I don't know. It's a Stephen King book. Um, <laughs> it's really stuck with you. It did. It really bothered Mark from a podcast on Elm Street texted me, and he was like, hey, just so you know, this is the guy's name. And he is, in fact, dead. Dead, yeah. So I was mm-hmm. like, whatever. Fuck you, Mark, and your stupid information. <laughs> anyway, dude, let's jump right into shout-outs. Let's do some uh, some shout-outs. So I, we posted a question on Instagram. Um, let me see if I can find it. You guys are going to, want to pull yours out too because we're going to read through them and there are a bunch. Pull it out, Seth. One second. Well, it'll be quicker than that for him. One second. All right, so on social media, the question was, you're in a full public restroom and just went number two. Then you realize your stall has no toilet paper. So, just like last week, we're going to read them off, and then we're going to pick our favorite. Crap, there's 40 of them. Well, I mean, we replied to some of them, so calm down, Seth. We're getting a lot of traction, Uh, man. uh. Yeah, don't don't do the replies, just the original comments. Twat. I'll go first. Okay. Mal Macabre. If it's full of people, I'd probably holler and see if someone could help a girl out. I've passed many a TP under the stall. Ha, ha, ha. She actually had the last uh, reply, and I found that funny because she's the only one that caught on at the stall that the restroom was full. All you have to do is ask the person next to you for toilet paper. That's true, but some people are shy and will be afraid to do that. Oh, my God, Seth. All right. Go ahead, Seth. So there's one above hers. I won't read that one. Okay. Excuse me. Twat Podcast said... This would be the worst. Even if I had to leave shirtless, I would figure that shit out. (laughs) Uh Uh-oh. Go ahead, Jess. The Creepy Crap Podcast said, take my undies off, use them, and then walk out with a well-clogged toilet but clean bum. I'm sorry if that was the perfect answer and ruins it for everyone else. (laughs) I feel like that is probably what I would do. I just... I don't know that I wear those Under Armour underwear and they're not cheap. 
Yeah. I'd probably wipe with them and then put them in my pocket and rinse them out in the sink. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. They're the dry wow. fit, the ones though, right? It should come right off. Uh, porcelain peak. This is exactly why I'd be wearing my brown pants. You never know when you have to pinch and dip. I've never heard of a pinch and dip before. Have you? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Hmm. Hmm. Now I know. Mm-hmm. Okay. B Merkley eight said, "Lift up the seat and do a couple ass dunks." <laughs> well, that's. I assume you flush first and then do the ass dunks. I don't know because somebody asked, like, "You're gonna dump." dunk it right in your own shit and uh, I think he was game for it that's Brooke wow. from a podcast on Elm Street by the way your Zima loving <laughs> wine cooler buddy Zima um, House of Horrors podcast said I'm pulling an Art the Clown up in that piece <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you guys notice that in the movie his glove is like brown the entire movie even like because of the shit mm-hmm. yeah you see it right after the yeah. alright Tyler Shoemaker six, uh, he clearly didn't read the um, he didn't read the the question because he said check other stalls. Well, it's full. You can't go in the other stalls, sir. If there aren't other stalls, then it depends on how bad the number two was. Possibly use my underwear, then trash them, or just go get paper towels and go wipe. Yeah, you probably should have specified if it was like a ghost poo or a multi wipe. Well, I think it's up to the um, pooer. You know, nobody knows your poo like you. (laughs) Plus, you probably need the first wipe as an indicator as to what you're dealing with. That's true. How do you know what you're working with if you don't give it the old... uh, Yeah. All right, Seth, go ahead. Uh, Let's see. Chuck goes to the movies, said, it is completely inappropriate... Is it completely inappropriate to wash your butt off at the sink? Asking for a friend. Um, I think I replied to that and I said, absolutely not. I think that most sinks today are hands-free. So yeah. you could just get right in there and rinse it right. It'd be like a bidet, Seth. Yeah. But how would you like get up that high? Mm, I don't know how tall he is. Maybe he's a tall gentleman. Mm, that could be true. You're pretty tall. I don't still don't think I can get my ass up over a just sink. Just back it up. You <laughs> could, maybe go to the kid's sink. <laughs> the, the lower oh side? <laughs> oh my goodness. Is it me and my name? Yeah, you're next. Um, Rainbow 51 said, depends on if it was a clean break or mud butt. Mostly that's what I talked about. Ghost poo or multi-wipe. Clean break, walk it off, and wipe somewhere elsewhere. Mud butt, rip off the cardboard dually and scoop away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yuck, that's awful. That sounds really Wowzers. involved. All right. Uh, it's a horror podcast. Slide the five and take a dive. What does that mean? What, what does that Slide mean? Slide the five. And take a dive. Oh, like wipe with your hand and then like put it in the water? No, that that has to be what it is. Slide the the five. And take a dive. That's the most amazing thing I've heard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yuck. (laughs) All right, so I think there's one more. Uh, Did we do a podcast on Elm Street yet? I think so, didn't we? I don't know. We're not doing theirs anymore. They declined to comment last one. Okay. Dave. Which David. one am I missing here? David.McCallion.77. You want me to do it? Yeah, because I can't find it. I'll shout out for some, but I check first before I dump. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, the first part of that. I'll shout out for some. Oh, can I get some TP, yeah. dog? Hey, girl. 
but I check first <laughs> before I dump. Okay, I think that's all of them. Oh, wait, there was one on Facebook. You guys uh, you guys have one picked out yet before I read this last one? Yeah. You already know? I know. Really? I do. Hmm. I'm not sure yet. Well, you know, it'd be helpful if I could fucking find it. This is why Facebook sucks. <gasps> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, Abby Brooks said, I would wait until everyone cleared out. Then I'd waddle over to the next stall. Scratch that. Do the old wipe and toss with the underbritches. Oh, Seth, you even commented on that and said I had to do that at work once. You don't remember when that happened? <laughs> <You> <laughs> there was nobody in there, so I had to waddle out to another stall. Oh, uh, I thought you wiped and threw your underwear away. No, 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 no. No. And last but not least, our good friend Chester, vegan cat. We haven't talked about him in a while. I, I think we forgot Cat-by. about the poor guy. Cat-by. Poor Cat B. We love you, Cat B. My hand is washable, reusable, and a more environmentally friendly option. This is true. (sighs) All right, Jessica, you already know what you're picking. Go ahead. What was your favorite option? My favorite was I'm pulling an art clown up in that piece from House of Horrors podcast. Mm, So we got one House of Horrors podcast. Um, I think I like a podcast on Elm Streets where they're just going to do the old dunk. It's going to like bobbing for apples. Lift up the seat and do a couple ass dunks. A couple ass dunks. Yep. I like that one. That's my favorite. That's yours? Yeah. Uh, there we go. We got a winner. Brooke from a podcast on Elm Street. You don't really win anything, but. Congrats. You Congrats. get bragging rights. <laughs> yeah. Keep on dunking. Keep on dunking. <laughs> Keep on dunking. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh, All right. Truth, no dare questions. Rapid fire. Ready? Ready. Which way are we going? Uh, we'll go with Jessica first. Jessica. If you had to choose between going naked or having your thoughts appear in thought bubbles above your head for everyone to read, which would you choose? Naked. 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 Some of the shit I think should I'm not. I'm like, nobody wants to know. No. <laughs> and that should that should say a lot about me because generally I'm pretty bad about blurting things out. Mm. You know, I don't think before I talk. So imagine what. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not be good. Have you ever walked in on your parents doing it? No. Partially, yes. Like I heard them, but I didn't actually walk into the room. Did you like have your hand on the doorknob? Yeah, I was like about to go in. I'm like, oh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Doing about face. Do not uh, need to see that shit. Uh-huh. Um, no, I've never walked in on them. Thank God. Yeah, you did just last weekend. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, mean, I just walked in the house. They were in there on the couch. It was disgusting, by the way. Uh, what's the first thing you would do if one day you woke up and were the opposite sex? I guess have sex with somebody. See what it feels like for Mm. the other, the opposite. Yeah, I'd be a big old slut. (laughs) (laughs) Seth would probably like kill himself because he'd be like, oh my God, I have a vagina. I know what I do with this. (laughs) Stick it in me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wow. What would I do? I'd probably just play with my boobs a lot. I can see that. I definitely... <laughs> you just lock yourself in a room and just yeah. play with your boobs all day. With a mirror. <laughs> like, hmm, is that what this looks... Ooh, look at that. Have you ever farted loudly in class? No. Never? Mm-mm. 
I have at the gym, but not in <laughs> class. Uh, the old exertion fart. Exertion <laughs> fart. Do you do you know that story, Jess? Um, I believe I have heard the story. Were you there? I don't think so. No. So we were doing. Um, we were at the gym. We were doing ab workouts, and um, I don't. Do you remember what ab workout it was? No. <laughs> was it was yeah. like five years ago. <laughs> was it the ab roller? I thought you guys said you were like laying on the floor. No, because I was on my back for sure. Oh. Because <laughs> my legs are up in the air. I think it's where you do that, like you put your legs up and then. Heels to the heavens. Yes. And <laughs> Seth fucking rips one. Oh my God. And what, what do you do? What, what did I do? Oh my God, did you fucking shit yourself? <laughs> and there's like 10 or 15 other people in the room. <laughs> I had to let it be known it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> Had to make oh it a God. bigger scene than it really was. Everybody was looking at you. And all I could do was lay there and laugh. I didn't I like what I was <laughs> In oh hindsight, it's God. fucking hilarious. At the time, it was pretty embarrassing. I think you were more embarrassed than Seth. I was. Yeah. I was like, oh, God. You were mortified. I was. What caught me off guard. It's me too. It's sca- <laughs> it slipped right out. Uh, it scared me a little bit. Um, so when I was uh, going to Clark State, I remember I was, so I worked in the morning and went to school at night and I was like exhausted one time in class and I like nodded off and accidentally farted. Oh my <laughs> Exha- God. Exhaustion fart. <laughs> and I woke myself up. <laughs> Everybody looking at you? Oh no. That's the funny part. So, okay. You're in that situation. What's the first thing you're going to do? I would like. Look around. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, yeah. who mm. was that? Yeah. <laughs> so I like. Like wake myself up, I kind of jump right, and I like look to the left, and like there's nobody over there. I was like, oh thank God! And I look over to the right, and this fucking blonde-haired girl is like looking at me, but she's like confused. Like, so I was, <laughs> you should have like winked at her. Okay, I I did one better. I went. Oh. <laughs> I just like shrugged my shoulders. Like I don't I don't know. I heard, I heard it too. I don't know who it was. My friend Seth. He farts yeah. sometimes. Should have like you like what you hear. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, shoot. God. Yeah, so there you go. Those are our truth, no dare questions. Those if you are guys, fun. If you guys have any funny farting stories, we'd love to hear them. Those are fun. Those are a lot of fun. Those are really fun, Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay. <laughs> totally. Mm. Totally. The keys. The keys. <laughs> <sighs> it's time for the Do You Like Scary Movies discussion. Our movie this week is Halloween 2. Two. Dose. What we did was just basically a recap of... <laughs> Halloween. Mm. Lindsay, Tally. <laughs> That'd be good on our intro. Like while the music's playing, you just have these random. Ooh, Lindsay, the keys. I'm going to have to do that. Totally. Totally. <laughs> mm. So all uh, of us picked this movie. Why? Because it's a fucking good movie. That's why. Seth, do you remember the first time you watched this movie? No, I mean, the first time I recall watching it was when I watched it with you guys. We did one of those marathons. Mm, marathon. <clears throat> and I don't know that I saw it before. If I did, I don't remember. Hmm. Jess? Do I do. Remember? Actually, this one really stands out. Like, I remember watching it when I was little. Hmm. I remember, like, the whole hospital part. And I really remember when she ran out into the car. Oh. I don't know why, like, that stuck with me. I was like, oh, my God. I remember seeing this when I was, like, young. Like two, three. Yeah, it was like three. <laughs> oh my! I was probably like twelve. Twelve, something like that. That'd be scary for a twelve-year-old. But I don't remember the first Halloween at all, like watching that until I was older. Hmm. But I remember the second one, hmm. like 
Unless they're just been on TV and. Well, you said. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that yet. Mm, I won't say that yet. I don't want to do any spoilers just yet. Not yet. Almost lost. <laughs> okay, sorry, Jessica's <laughs> mic about it. Was it loose? No, it's oh. just like just, I was leaning on it. So. <laughs> that would have been funny. Just having some mic issues. I find that if I put all of my lips all the way around. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're gonna step away for a moment. <laughs> Seth's side of the table just burst up. <laughs> Like a fucking earthquake. Uh, all right, so our characters, we've got Michael Myers, The Shape, played by Dick Warlock. So it is not Nick Castle. We've got a different actor playing uh, Michael Myers, which I think all of us will probably have some comments on that later. Mm-hmm. Clearly a little mm-hmm. different um, um, ways he moved and that kind of stuff. Uh, Donald Pleasance is back as Dr. Loomis. Jamie Lee Curtis is back as Laurie Strode. We got Jimmy, played by Lance Guest. Officer Hunt. Played by Hunter Von Leer and Bud. Played by Leo Rossi. The director of this movie was Rick Rosenthal. It was not John Carpenter. Rick Rosenthal also directed Halloween 2. Well, this is Halloween 2. But he did The Birds 2. It was a TV movie. I didn't oh, even know there I was didn't a, know there was one. Didn't even know. And then he came Shit. back and did Halloween Resurrection. Mm. Oh, guys. Who wants to read the synopsis? Jess, I think, wants right, to read yeah, it. Yeah, mm. sure. After failing to kill stubborn survivor Lori and taking a bullet from six, I'm sorry, (laughs) and taking a bullet or six from former psychiatrist Dr. Sam Loomis, Michael Myers has followed Lori to the Haddonfield Memorial Hospital where she's been admitted for Myers' attempts on her life. The institution proves to be particularly suited to serial killers. However, as, My- as Myers cuts, stabs, and slashes his way through hospital staff to reach his favorite victim. Dun, dun. Wow. You did a great job. Thank you. That was like really good. I try. I'm trying to pay a lot of compliments, trying to kick it back, you know? Yeah. Pay it forward. Pay it forward. <laughs> pay it forward. As always, I'm joined by my ice cold Miller. Schlitz. Lights. Uh. Halloween 2, 1981. Scene 1. Opening scene, Haddonfield, Illinois, October 31st, 1978. Your guys' harmony was amazing. Wow. I thought we were a group, Seth. What the fuck? Yes. Trading man. <laughs> the movie opens with, with the scene from Halloween where Lori sends Tommy and Lindsay to the McKenzie's house to get help. And Loomis shoots Michael six times. Michael falling uh, out the back of the house off the balcony is shown in a different angle this time. Did you guys notice that? Yeah, and the music was different. It was like a lot more synthy. Yes, mm-hmm. it was. I have a note about the score as well. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it as much either, but for I 1981... Don't. That's like was probably it. big. So in the original um, Halloween, Dr. Loomis fired six shots from his revolver to stop Michael. In Halloween 2, during the replay of the scene, which I just talked about, um, he fires seven shots. Also, and I noticed this when I was watching it. Did you notice that it looks like he's walking backwards and falls right off the top of the rail? Yes. yes, I made a note about that. There's a ramp. I said Michael is standing on the railing, not falling over it. Yeah, so there was a <laughs> ramp. They set up a ramp and... You can actually see it in the shot. Because I was like, that's fucking weird looking. Yeah, because he should have like tripped on it and fallen over. Maybe Loomis's gun was so powerful 
But he was kind of walking backwards, so yeah. <sighs> Whatever. Whatever. Loomis goes outside and we see that Michael is gone, but an imprint of his body is in the grass. Hmm. Loomis feels the ground and his hand is covered in blood as he walks into the night staring br- blankly. The neighbors come out and Loomis tells them to call the police. He shot him. <laughs> the neighbor says, is this a trick-or-treat prank? <laughs> I've been trick-or-treated to death tonight. Loomis looks like a fucking crazy person. Loomis is crazy. I think Loomis is as crazy as Michael is. He always has to, he's like exhausted sounding when he's talking. Yeah. He's like, oh my God. Can I mean, if <laughs> your entire life revolved around this one crazy fucker, wouldn't you be exhausted too? Probably. Because yeah. nobody seems to know the extent of how crazy, crazy he is. Yeah. He's yeah. like, listen. Look. And he tells this gentleman, he says, you don't know what death is. And then Loomis runs off into the night. The Halloween theme plays as the credits are shown with a glowing jack-o'-lantern, not the hair lip jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. Notice it is not hair lip. That Jessica's so fond of. <laughs> so like Seth said, different music. I'm not a big fan. I like the original better where it's more uh, piano. Yeah, this turned into like a dance party soundtrack. Did you take your shirt off? <laughs> I did, but yeah. still. Epic <laughs> dance party Halloween. Scene two, the shape. From a point of view camera angle, we see kids trick-or-treating down a dark alley, and we hear the heavy breathing of Michael. We continue. We forgot the pumpkin that splits open to reveal the skull. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed that. That was creepy. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't get it. So go ahead and, and describe it. Well, the pumpkin, you saw it, right? Yeah. It just pulls apart, like, real slow, and there's, like, a skull inside. Ooh, the non-hair-lip pumpkin? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't notice that? Um... No. It was like after it zoomed in real close, it started. Building. But in my defense, when I watched this, I was at the hospital and the nurses kept coming in. Mm. And I yelled at him. I said, hey, look, I've got a very successful podcast. <laughs> we are we are groundbreaking, possibly the most um, fastest growing horror podcast out right now in Springfield, mm. Ohio. Um, <laughs> well, that might be true. <laughs> yeah. So Did you say you need to announce yourself that's before what I you said. enter the room? Yeah. Okay. They're like, sir, your daughter has pneumonia and, and is having an <laughs> asthma attack. I'm like, I have to get these notes done. Like priorities, people. Are you going to write these notes for me? Yeah. These notes aren't going to write themselves, lady. Scene two, the shape. I already did that. And we'll do it again. Fuck it. From a point of view camera angle, we see kids trick-or-treating down a dark alley and we hear the heavy breathing of Michael. We continue down a dark alley and we hear police sirens and we see Brackett pull up. I wrote Bracken. (laughs) He picks up Loomis who is screaming, I shot him six times. This guy, this man, he's not human. Sounded like Swamp Thing. Uh, as Lewis gets in the car and they drive off, Michael goes behind a barn and looks uh, looks in an elderly lady's window. We see her making a sandwich and asks her husband if he wants mayonnaise on his sandwich. It's a little late to be eating a sandwich, isn't it? I would say so. Mm-hmm. The man's asleep and he's watching the uh, Night of the Living Dead. A lot of Night of the Living Dead going on. Uh, as the woman goes to check on her husband, we hear the news over the TV discussing Michael is on the loose and has killed multiple people. Behind the woman, we see Michael in the kitchen as he picks up the kitchen knife the woman was using to cut a sandwich. I don't know who uses a fucking knife that big to <laughs> that cut a is sandwich. a huge fucking knife for a yeah. sandwich. Although I will say for a while, we didn't have a pizza cutter, so I was using a butcher <clears throat> knife to cut my pizzas. Because you know I'm a big frozen pizza fan. Yeah, but yeah. she was clearly just making a fucking sandwich. Like, like a she, ham sandwich. Was she sticking that in the mayonnaise jar? Like, yeah. <laughs> It's an all-purpose knife. It's like I a 12-inch so. knife. It was huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
As she goes back to the kitchen counter, she sees blood on the counter. Uh, we see Michael's walking through the backyards holding the knife. A young woman comes out of her house and yells to ask Mr. and Mrs. Elrod if they are okay. She, go- she screamed. She's screaming at the top of her lungs. She goes back in, and as Michael watches her through the window, the woman calls the police. She tells him that Mrs. Elrod is always picking on Mr. Elrod, and he mm-hmm. probably started beating her. Wow. Yeah, kind of a bitch. Why didn't he kill this lady? That's what I was wondering. The old lady? Yes. I don't know. Mm. He must have a, a well, certain type. He didn't kill the dog either. Mm, that's that a good point. Out. He must yeah. not have been hungry. So He got hungry. The news comes over the radio and says the three teenagers have been found dead. Behind the girl on the uh, the girl talking on the phone, we see Michael come in the back door behind her. The girl's name is Alice. Not really important, but mm-hmm. her name's Alice. As she's talking, something falls in the other room, and she drops the phone and goes to uh, look around to see what happened. Who is it? <laughs> As she walks into the living room, Michael jumps up and stabs her with the knife. We see blood splatter all over her face, and we get a close-up of Michael. Okay. This got me. It did get you? The jump, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got Seth with a jump scare. I have a couple things here. So I know it's a different actor, um, but did you notice how he jumped up like a cat? That oh, was real quick, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, was he ducking down? I don't know. Because usually Michael just like kind of hangs out around corners and in closets. So it looked like he like was like springboarded up. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, he no. usually doesn't move that fast, so. No, very quick. And huh. then um, what did you guys think of the mask? It's better. I think it's better than the first. Yeah. It doesn't look as like rubbery. Right. Like, cartoony looking. It That's looks, what I had said. It looks roughed up a little. It looks beat up. I like it a lot more than the first movie. So um, speaking of the mask, I had a question I thought of. Go ahead. Even from the first movie. Does it ever say where he gets it from? Yes. He gets it from the hardware store. Remember, he broke into oh, the hardware that's right. store. Okay. And he stole some rope and some knives. And he was like, the kids. That's right. Okay. Uh, so the mask is actually the exact same mask they used in the first movie. It looks different in the sequel because um, the paint had faded due to a few reasons. Nick Castle, the actor that played Michael Myers, he had actually kept it in his back pocket while shooting the movie. So it got kind of roughed up, like Jessica just said. And then um, Deborah Hill, who we talked about last podcast, she helped um, John Carpenter write the movie. Um, She actually kept the mask at her house under her bed for several years until filming of Halloween 2, causing it to collect dust and turn yellow because she's such a heavy smoker. You know that thing was stanky. Uh, Yeah, and then Homeboy had to wear it. Yeah. So No, but I agree. I thought it looked a lot better. I like how it's weathered. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously not my favorite Michael Myers mask. I think you guys probably know which one's my favorite, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I like it a lot more than I did in the first one, so. The camera cuts back to uh, paramedics taking Lori out of the house on a stretcher. She is awake, but is asking the paramedic Jimmy not to let them put her to sleep. Do you think she's afraid of Freddy? Freddy? Yeah, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Maybe. To go to sleep. Scene three of the hospital. The scene opens with a boy dressed as a pirate holding a towel up to his mouth that is gushing blood. There's a razor blade stuck in an yeah. apple. Uh, the razor blade is in between his teeth, it looks like. It looked like it was on his tongue. Oh, it was in his tongue. That's I what thought, I saw. So I, I thought, thought it was like... Uh, I thought it was in his tongue. Oh, ah, okay. So <clears throat> did, did people actually do this? Yes. Really? Yeah. That was a thing I remember because like we never were allowed to eat candy until we brought it home. Mm-hmm. And like my mom would look through it all. Well, we lo- we still look through the girls' candy, yeah. but like my parents always took our candy to dump it out and go through all mm-hmm. of it. But this was like an apple, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess you wouldn't know, but... Yeah, but I'm thinking like, okay, how many fucking people handed out apples when you know who like, okay... Yeah. Mr. Elrod down here is the asshole handing out the razor apples. <laughs> I do remember That's that being saying. a thing. I don't know why 
people did that. But. Well, see, now I was, the Abby and I were talking, I was like, I don't know why we look at this candy, like as small as needles are, like if they want to like put something in the candy, mm-hmm. yeah. I almost feel like I would rather like let them trick or treat and then dump all of it out and like just buy, buy candy, buy yeah. candy and yeah. put it back in. That's They'd probably be, a lot safer. Yeah, they wouldn't know. Um, what, did you guys have like a favorite spot you would go to when you trick or treated as kids? There were certain houses that did like, we always liked the ones that did haunted like garages or something like that. Yes. Those were always fun. Yeah. Yes. Ours was always the um, fire department because they gave out full size candy bars. Uh, mm-hmm. That was the place. But it was like, we got to make sure we hit the fire department because we're giving out full size Butterfingers. Dang. <sighs> I want a Butterfinger. Just like the Apple House. I think I did like like the fire <laughs> department um, in St. Paris because they gave out like a bag of candy. Oh, shit. A whole bag? Yeah. Damn. Like a goodie bag and like popcorn and popcorn <laughs> popcorn love popcorn uh, you don't like to be popcorn on the trampoline though no. <laughs> okay story for another time the ambulance with Lori pulls off or i'm sorry pulls up behind them and jimmy and bud pull Lori and put Lori into the um into the uh ambulance anyway it pulls off they take her to the er we cut back to the pirate boy being told that he'll have to wait evidently he's not a priority with these people the doctor's with another patient mm. Um, Jimmy and Bud wheel Lori in and tell them that she's been stabbed in the shoulder as the nurse tells Jimmy that the doctor has been at the country club all night and is probably pretty drunk. That's why that's funny because he just told the mom, oh, mm-hmm. he's with another patient. And then a second later, uh, oh, he's true. been drinking at the country club. I didn't trust that. Yeah. Uh, we see him hand the nurse a cup and he tells her he'd, she'd better get him more coffee. The doctor says that they'll have to put her to sleep as Lori freaks out and begs the doctor not to put her to sleep. Um, so I have a note here. They, um, since the film took place directly after the first movie, um, apparently in between filming Jamie Lee Curtis, they cut all of her hair off. So she's actually wearing a wig this entire movie, which I don't know if you guys noticed, but I thought her hair looked kind of different. Did they say why she cut her hair off? I don't know. Maybe she was just trying to do something different, man. I thought it looked super different. It looked more like full or something. Mm. I think in all, except for H2O, so in what maybe resurrection and then in this newest one, I think she also wears a wig. Mm. Oh, well, interesting. Well, if you think about it, her hair is always short like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is true. Maybe that's just like, that's maybe she... when it started. Mm. It was all that success. Mm-hmm. Went to her head. Scene four. <laughs> so she had to cut it off. Loomis on the prowl. Loomis and Brackett are driving around looking for Michael. Brackett is clearly annoyed by Loomis at this point. Brackett tells Loomis there's no way he shot Michael six times. As they're driving, we see someone dressed like Michael walking down the street as Loomis and Brackett run after him. Loomis pulls out his gun as Brackett stops him from shooting the person dressed as Michael. Michael walks out in the street as a rogue police car rams into him and slams him into a van, pinning him against the van. The front of the car oh. immediately explodes as Michael is immediately caught on fire, and the whole thing just goes up in flames. It was like your fast-forward thing again. Holy cow. So we know this isn't <laughs> isn't Michael, because we saw Michael earlier. Right. The mask is different that this mm-hmm. person's wearing. Mm-hmm. The hair is different. Um, but uh, Ian Michael's holding like a bag, like a trick-or-treat bag or something, yeah. but... Nonetheless, um, <laughs> this car blowing up is ridiculous. It's so bad. I mean, it was a huge explosion. Right. And yeah. you can kind of see where they must have had the gas, whatever, mm-hmm. on the ground underneath the car. Because yeah. as soon as that car hits the van, it's like the flames come up from the ground. Yeah. So I was like, oh, man. But Michael catches on. Well, the, 
whoever this person is, catches on fire and is like engulfed in flames <laughs> immediately and is like singed. It's like it was funny to me. Oh like, wow, that's I a little it morbid. Funny. Well, it was just so ridiculous yeah. looking like he was like walking all like nervously and then like yeah and the car was the car the... comes out of nowhere and like did I don't you notice know, the car wasn't was like fast forward or it was like really yes. fast yes <laughs> okay so two things first one is the driver of the car is actually dick warlock which is the same person that plays michael oh so the person playing the police officer that drove into him the second thing is this kid is Bennett Tramer, which is Ben Tramer, the guy that Annie was supposed to hook Lori up with in the first movie. Remember? She, she oh. called Ben Tramer. Lori still ain't getting that date, dog. Poor Lori. You know, I thought it was funny that like after this happened, nobody was really that concerned. No. They were like, oh. <laughs> He's like, meet me at the coroner's office with the dental yeah. records <laughs> ASAP. Oh, God. Well, it gets a little worse because his bracket screams at Loomis to determine if the person was the real Michael. Another cop pulls up and tells Bracket that they found three kids outside of the Wallace house and that one of them is Annie. <sighs> is this not the worst acting you've ever seen? Yeah. It's pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty bad. Oh, gosh. This guy reminds me of um, the, the blonde-haired dude from Coach. Remember the show Coach? Yeah, I love yes. Coach. Was his name Luther? Uh, Luther was the older short guy, wasn't he? I can't remember. It's the tall dude. That's who he reminds me of. The tall, dumb one. Mm, Yeah, that's who he reminds me of. What's his name? I don't remember. So the cops jump into the car and take off as um, Loomis like barely gets in the back of the car before it takes off. But then the (laughs) camera pans in on on Michael burning up. Scene five, back at the hospital. Jimmy checks on Lori in her room. She's still asleep um, as he walks in and touches her hand. I, did you guys find this fucking weird? Yeah. Yeah. Because he says on the way there, which I should guess I should have made a note, that he didn't like know her personally. He knew her because she went to school with his brother or something. Yeah. And now he's like in here touching her hand. Yeah. yeah it's almost like weird. they're dating or something. Yeah, it was weird. It was really odd. Come on, Jimmy. Slut. Slut Jimmy. Well, I don't know. It's like a mm, little odd, Jim, Jimbo. Jimbo. Um, Lori wakes up and he says hi to her. She says hi back to him very awkwardly. The nurse comes in and tells Jimmy to leave her alone as Lori and Jimmy make awkward eye contact. So at this point, I was like, well, fuck, maybe they do know each other somehow. They have to. I don't know. It was. It never says. Yeah, he didn't make it that clear if they did. Hmm. Maybe they were like boning on the side. Oh, shit. Lori, that's why Lori didn't want to date Ben Tramer. She already had a boyfriend. There we go. Jimmy. Jimmy. Hot Jimmy. The nurse leaves and Jimmy pretends to leave, but comes back and asks Lori if she wants anything to drink. He tells her he'll bring her a Coke. Just then, Bud comes in and tells him that they must go. Bud. And Mrs. Avers. You need to leave. Oh, she's a nice lady. Scene six, poor Annie. Loomis and Brackett arrive at the house as Jimmy and Bud are wheeling a body out onto a stretcher. Brackett pulls the sheet back and we see that Annie is under the sheet. And Seth, I made a note, great job last movie because her neck is slit. I was incorrect. Yep. I so, made a note too to like bring that up again. So he could rub in my fucking nose. Yeah. He's like, oh, look, I told you. Fucking right. <laughs> fucking Seth took Adderall before he watched the last movie. He's like pulling <laughs> fucking yeah. facts out of everywhere. Like, <laughs> did you notice the blades of grass weren't really green? They look a little spray painted. <laughs> oh, oh, man. This God. would be terrible though, wouldn't it? So Brackett closes Annie's eyes. He tells Loomis and Officer Hunter that he, or Hunt that he must uh, go home and tell his wife before someone else does. Then he yells at Loomis, damn you, you let him out. No, I didn't. Yeah, Loomis. I didn't let him out. Yeah, Loomis. Loomis tells, uh, is it Detective Hunt or Hunter? It's Hunt. 
the actor's name is Hunter, I think, mm-hmm. nonetheless, that he uh, has to be certain that the man who burnt up was, in fact, Michael. Uh, the cop tells Loomis that he's talking about him like he's some kind of animal. Loomis tells him that he was his patient for 15 years. He became obs- his obsession until he realized there was nothing within him, neither conscious nor reason, that wasn't remotely human. Hmm. Loomis is, like, real serious. Mm-hmm. He tells the mm-hmm. tells the <laughs> officer to have a dentist meet him at the coroner's office to examine the body in half an hour. Maybe at the coroner. <laughs> like everything's <laughs> so like they cracked into that trench coat. I don't know. He loves it. Blows in the wind. You when should he runs. be Loomis for Halloween. That would be hard to do. You you have to talk like him all night though. Uh, probably lose my voice. Yeah, probably. <laughs> the camera cuts to two girls, Darcy and Karen, walking to their car from a party. A man dressed like a cowboy walking around with a boombox listening to the news. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I said, of all things, he's walking around with a boombox and he's listening to the news. Like, seriously? That's weird. Uh, he runs directly into Michael. And then on the boombox, we can hear that Lori Strode was the survivor of the attacks. And she was taken to Haddonfield Memorial Hospital. Michael walks down a sidewalk and... Um, in Haddonfield as we see other people walking around as well a cop car drives by Michael and never even stops to check to see hey you know this guy's dressed like the guy we're looking for Um, and then we see a sign that says Haddonfield Memorial Hospital so we know that Michael is headed to the hospital this was kind of a different view like it wasn't first person we were like behind him Mm -hmm. so it was a little bit different it is so I wonder if they do the first person when he's like on the prowl and then maybe not so much when he's not I guess that makes sense I, guess. I don't really know. But, um, yeah, I thought that was very convenient that the homeboy's listening to the news and then happens to run into Michael. Yeah, very. Mm-hmm. Scene seven, Michael through the looking glass. We can see Karen arrive at the hospital and walk in. In her mirror, we see Michael's mask. Michael has <laughs> arrived at Haddonfield Memorial. Shit. Inside. Hey, Go ahead. He must have walked there awfully fast. <laughs> yeah, he's a lot yeah. faster in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like uh, Jess's dude. Oh, what, what's Leatherface? Oh, yeah, he's a track star. <laughs> Did yeah. you and your cousin work that out yet? I know you guys were feuding over the same man. I made it. Yeah, I know. Mm. He's mine. Oh shit! Did a three-way. <laughs> Inside, Jimmy is watching the news in the break room as Bud smokes a roach and talks about going to get pizza. Really? Like he's just smoking a, a mm-hmm. blunt, right? It's not a blunt. It's definitely like a. He's got the roach mm-hmm. clips. <laughs> And everything <laughs> sitting in a break room at the hospital. Fucking roach clip. Look at Seth. Is that what that thing was that was laying That's around your 70s. house when I was there? <laughs> I haven't used roach clips since the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we cut to the security guard of the hospital not watching the screen because we can see Michael on the screen walk right by the camera outside of the hospital. He's reading a mag. Bud is talking to a girl in the break room about how one of her friends, Julie, had seen Michael Myers yesterday at the shopping mall. Bud tells her that would be impossible because he hadn't even escaped at that time so clearly he pissed this girl off she's mm-hmm. not happy she leaves as karen walks in and bud tells her that she's late they touch hands and she tells him that she'll see him later when she leaves bud starts to sing amazing grace come sit on my face don't make me cry i need your pie i was hoping you wrote that down because i did too i did too but back at the guard entrance mm-hmm. did you notice when karen got buzzed in they showed a door like closing Oh, no, I didn't. So that we know Michael is inside. Yeah, I saw that. Shit. See, Jess is up on the detail watching now. I know. You guys must have shared an Adderall. You don't have to swear, bud. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I didn't write that. I didn't know if that was important or not. But yeah, this girl, like, really, she's not happy with old bud. She stormed out of there. Yeah. (laughs) You don't have to swear, bud. (laughs) 
Jimmy tells him to shut up, and it could have been Ziggy or Mark, his little brother, that they pulled out of there. Bud tells him to calm down. You should never get involved with, pa- with patients. Nurses are a different story. So we know where Bud's mind's at. Mm-hmm. Jimmy storms off down the hallways. We see a door slowly close that Jimmy walks by. Now we're in the point of view camera again, and we can hear Michael's heavy breathing as he walks down the steps down into a hallway. He hides down a dark hallway as Karen walks by in her nurse's outfit. Mm, Karen the nurse. <laughs> Michael continues to hide down the hallway as we see Mrs. Alves. The nurse from earlier walked down the hall in front of Michael, also not noticing him. These people are not paying any attention to detail. Well, he's like uh, hiding in the maternity, like where the babies are. Well, he's like in a hallway. It's like a hallway between the maternity. Yeah. Because he's, he's like, like well, you can see the babies through yeah, a window. Which is it's like of, nobody yeah. notices tall dude with mm-hmm. a white mask. Well, the lighting is not very good in this hospital. Well, I think this is one of the things that makes Michael so scary is the fact that he's like lurking in the shadows at any given time. Most of the time. I mean, this could really happen, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's not like he's... What are you... What, I was just matter? checking behind me. Why? Were you scared? Yeah. It's <laughs> kind of a creepy rocking chair. I got it for Seth. Coupled with the creepy French paintings. Seth's worried. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's one of the things that makes Michael so scary is the fact that he can be lurking any... And he is lurking anywhere at any mm-hmm. given time. Mm-hmm. Um, always hiding in the shadows. Um, but also... No hospital is kept this dark, let's Mm-mm. be honest. Mm-mm. It's very, um, very, very badly lit. Which I think is one of the reasons mm-hmm. I was not afraid while watching this movie out of hospital. Yeah. Because you walk out in the hallway and it's like... Bright as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, one actually, one common criticism is that the hospital is too um, conveniently dead, even for a night shift, for Michael to be able to walk around unnoticed and kill the hospital staff. Rick Rosenthal said he based this off of a personal experience he had with his wife where they once attended a hospital late at night and it was completely deserted, save for a few doctors and nurses and the patients. I've never heard anybody say save. Have you ever heard that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, then. Yeah. yeah. Never. Seth's very, very educated. Additionally, earlier dialogue of the script refers to this as Haddonfield Clinic not Haddonfield Memorial uh, Hospital so it was changed so it was never mm-hmm. actually supposed to be a full hospital so that's why it looks okay. the way it does yeah and they say clinic somewhere later in it too mm-hmm. so that answers that question but yes the hospital I was at was very well lit definitely I feel like this is like an Urbana sized hospital and I doubt it's mm-hmm. that freaking empty well my other question is there were a shit ton of babies in that maternity yeah. where, where were all the parents <laughs> i don't know they yeah. just went home yeah. just like left them we'll come back get them all right so karen gets to the nurse's station mrs alvez tells karen that she's late again she's a good nurse but she's got to be on time as they're discussing their schedule we see michael walk out of the hallway behind them and walk off we cut to jimmy sitting on Lori's bed again talking to her he tell he tells her that they should have handled it more carefully. She asks him who he's talking about, and he tells her, Michael Myers. She tells him that it's impossible. He's in a hospital somewhere. Jimmy tells her that he had escaped last night. It's all over the news, and now he's on the run. Shit, Lori. Lori asks him why. Why me? I mean, why me? Poor Lori. Yeah. Oh, Lori. Not her night. You know, to this point, Lori's kind of an afterthought of this movie, is she not? I don't know how what, what minute marker we're at at this point, but she hasn't been in it a lot. No. Uh, hardly at all, really. Reminds me of Scream 3, where Nev Campbell's hardly in it. I feel like they're setting up all the other characters, though. Mm, yeah, that's true. I agree. 
They got to get Jimmy and Bud in yeah. there. Jimmy and Bud. Uh, Nurse Alves walks in and kicks Jimmy out again. She tells Lori, men, you can't live with them. Can't live without them. Oh, Nurse Alves. Then her and Lori start making out. Then they start making yeah. out. Um, so Nurse Alves tells her that she can't get a hold of her parents. Dr. Michter tells her that they were at the same party he was at, but they can't be reached. As she picks up the phone to call out, the lines are dead. Uh-oh. Mrs. Alves tells her she'll let her know as soon as she gets a hold of her parents. Because doesn't Lori's like, what do you mean the phones are dead? Mm-hmm. She's like, well, it's nothing to worry about, dear. Child. <laughs> When Mrs. Alves leaves, Lori actually picks up the phone herself yeah. and hears that the phone is dead. And you can see in her eyes she knows it's Michael, right? Because mm. this is what he had done at the houses. This is his M.O. This is his thing. Cuts the phone lines. Then the branches scrape on the window and she's like... <gasps> Outside of her window we hear something scratch. So quick note, I don't think I wrote this down anywhere, but I read it online, that um, the part of Mrs. Alves was actually written for a 50-year-old um, Caucasian woman. And the person that played Mrs. Alves was a, in her 20s, and she was a black woman. So completely different than what the script was written for. Oh. So I think she was supposed to be older. So I thought she kind of looked like the same age as Karen. Yeah. Yeah, she didn't look much older than them. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of okay, we already talked about that. Sorry, we cut to the security guard going out to check the phone line, checking as, his pole. As he's outside, he hears something banging in the dumpster. He goes over to check it out, and a cat jumps out and he screams as the cat knocks him to the ground. Seth, did this scare you? Uh, it did actually. Mm-hmm. And this nurse was annoying. She's like, I don't even know how to use this thing when he gives her the radio. <sighs> Poor Jane, I think her name oh, is Jane. God, lady, she can't work the walkie. <laughs> Can't <laughs> work the walkie. <laughs> was there blood on a piece of cardboard in that dumpster? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know what it was from. And that never tells us either. Mm-mm. The security guard continues to look around as he notices that a padlock on one of the doors is open or broken. As he goes in, we see that there's likely the maintenance garage or like a store, some sort of storage area. He turns on a desk light and looks around the room, clearly spooked. He radios Janet, one of the nurses, and tells her that he thinks uh, someone broke into the storage room. Like they just said, Janet's radio is not working, and she cannot hear the security guard tell her to drive down to the sheriff's station. Mm-mm. This girl, she's like pushing on, like, how many buttons can be on this thing? And well, and like, then she turns the dial, which yeah. is the worst thing yeah. you can do, because then your channels are all off. Like, she should have been a Girl Scout. They would have taught yeah. her that, I bet. Or at least got good cookies out of the deal. Damn it, Janet. Fucking Janet. Supposed to be positive about the movie. You don't have to be. I mean, shit, look at the platform. He continues to look (laughs) around the building as he finds another door that that the lock is open or broken on. As he Mm -hmm. opens the door, a ton of shit falls out all over him. Another jump scare. Um, He hears something down the hallway, and as he approaches another open padlock door, again, finds nothing. As he closes the door, we see Michael behind the door, and Uh. he hits the security guard on top of the head with the backside Mm -hmm. of a hammer. I said killing him. I hope to God it killed him because yeah. that would fucking hurt. Mm-hmm. Backhammered him. Yeah. Oh, God. Could you yeah. imagine? No. Well, mm. maybe you'd die instantly or at least I, get knocked out. I, I don't know. I think that would be one of those shock moments. Like, you felt it, but, like, you don't because it's so fast and you don't mm. see it. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like that would fucking hurt. Never been stabbed in the brain, so I yeah. can't say for sure. Yeah, don't but plan on it either. But <laughs> I really hope not. 
We'll see what happens. <laughs> it is the season. Tis the season. Scene eight, the charred body. Loomis and Hunt are watching as the coroner scrapes the burnt body's teeth. Uh, he tells them that it's difficult to tell as the gums are charred. He tells them that they aren't, there aren't any cavities and that the positive, the positive ID can only be made by checking teeth and x-rays. Take days. Could take days. days. We don't have days. We don't have days. Loomis is so fucking angry. <laughs> so this body is like. That's pretty gross. Charred. Mm-hmm. Like a burnt marshmallow. But the teeth are very white. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Loomis tells them that they must assume that he's still alive. Hunt tells them to send everyone back out and do a full sweep. We cut to Michael Myers' house as there are people outside rioting and throwing rocks through the windows of the house as Hunt and Loomis pull up. Oh, man. Loomis, Loomis with all of his infinite wisdom. And he never just, like, walks. He, like, gets out and runs everywhere. Did you notice he's that? Fast. He's like a, he, maybe he is, a, like, Leatherface, but he says they're a tribe and one of their members has been butchered. He pulls out his gun and tells Hunt that fighting is his sense of security. Loomis and Hunt walk to the crowd as Hunt tells people to knock it off and go home. Another officer comes out and tells them that they haven't found anything and they've searched the whole east side of town. Hunt tells Loomis that Haddonfield has always been a relatively quiet little town. The only gunshots you'd hear were from the start of a local track meet in town. Loomis tells him, but in this very house, Michael Myers did murder his sister in that upstairs bedroom with a large butcher knife. Hunt tells him, oh, I remember. I was only 16. You guys, what did you guys think of that cigarette he pulls out and puts in his mouth? Yeah. It was like all bent and like mm-hmm. looked like he had sat on it or something. Must have had a soft pack. Well, and then he hands Loomis a cigarette. <laughs> Loomis like like holds on to the island. The whole thing was weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, cigarette man. play. Yes. Loomis tells him that it's his anniversary. He came back. He waited with extraordinary patience. There was a force inside of him growing. He was an ideal patient. He didn't talk. He didn't cry. He didn't move. The staff were unprepared. They didn't know what he was. <gasps> Two boys walk up and tell Hunt that they're worried about their friend. He left the party at 10. It's now 11. And the kid was really drunk and was wearing some stupid mask. He did. I have a note. So, well, this sounds like our burnt body. He's dead. Man, that dude is dead, 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 he dead. dead. Bennett Tramer. Dead and cooked. Scene nine. Karen, Karen, Karen. Back at the hospital, a buzzer goes off. Scaring Karen. She grabs her stethoscope and walks down the, to a room that the head buzzer went off on. So I guess back then, uh, in order to call the nurse, she'd hit that and a buzzer went off out in the hallway. They on the light flashed, I guess. Did that it scare you, Seth? It made me go like a little bit. <laughs> I wasn't like, <laughs> You didn't poop yourself? No. Okay, well, darn. As she approaches the bed, the person laying in it grabs her and pulls her down on top of them. It's Bud, and Karen is not happy. I'd, I would venture to say she's pissed. Yeah. She tells him that he's the biggest jerk that she's ever met. Bud <laughs> tells her that they should go down to the third floor. <laughs> go ahead. I was just going to say, but then she like proceeds to start taking stuff off. Yeah. She's ready. You're <clears throat> such an asshole. And then she's like taking her earrings off or like <laughs> taking a necklace off. I'm like, what the fuck? She tells him she can't leave the kids. Bud tells her everyone is all weirded out over this Michael Myers crap. They start kissing and he tells her that the therapy room is only three doors down. They can meet in 15 minutes. We cut back to Lori, who's asleep in her room. <laughs> he said, this finger needs a little therapy. He's like, <laughs> and she's like, well, I can leave the door cracked. 
Like, she's like, I'm supposed to watch the babies, but I'm going to go fuck you in this. Like, yeah. God. She's ready, dog. <laughs> she is ready. We cut back to Lori, who's asleep in her room. We hear a young girl's voice saying, why won't you tell me? Why won't you tell me anything? We cut to the young girl standing outside talking to an older woman hanging laundry on a line. The woman tells her that she is not her real mother. We cut to the girl in front of a door looking at a young boy sitting in a chair looking out a window. Suddenly, Lori wakes up and is looking around her room and then nods back off. What was all the dripping blood in the uh, dream? Oh, you mean the paint? Is that what was a paint? <laughs> looked like it was fucking red paint. Yeah. Like I think it was supposed to be blood, but yes, it definitely looked yeah. like paint. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get this. I mean, I get that we find out late what we find out later, but like... This is like this is the first time she's had these dreams. Like what? Fe- yeah. Fever dream. Since it's and her and the lady in the dream was like mean to her. It was like, her, like it was supposed to be her mom, yeah, right? Like, You're not my daughter. Yeah. I'm like Jesus. <laughs> mm. <laughs> what did we miss? Yeah, I don't know. That was that was odd. It was yeah. it was out of place, and it mm. never comes up again. Mm-hmm. So, um, we cut back to um. Yeah, so we cut back to Bud in the jacuzzi tub watching Karen getting undressed in the other room through a blurred out glass mirror. This is Josh's favorite part. Karen comes in the room, gets naked, and gets in the jacuzzi tub with Bud. I have a note here. I said, Karen must really hate her job. She's late to work. Mrs. Alvarez already told her she's on thin ice, and now she's banging dude in the fucking jacuzzi tub. Her titties out. These two are wild. They are wild. (laughs) I guess the actress that played Karen... um, I wrote this down somewhere, I think. I don't know. But anyway, uh, she like cried all the way to the set that morning when she had to film this because she did not want to get naked on camera. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Um, so anyway, they start making out. We see Michael in the control room crank the um, tub temperature all the way up. Karen tells Bud it's too hot. He needs to go check. He tells her that it's cold out there. He's not getting out. She tells him it can get cold in here. Mm-hmm. she told him i guess the um the water in the hot tub was actually freezing cold it wasn't hot when they filmed this. oh really yeah oh my god <laughs> um so bud goes to check on the temperature and he, when he's in the control room we see michael walk up behind him and strangle him to death we see this all behind karen so she's sitting on the edge of the tub we can see all this happening mm-hmm. in the window behind her um and then she gets out of the tub and puts on a towel michael walks into the into the tub room Behind her, he touches her shoulder. Oh, this part. As she caresses his hand, it starts to nibble and lick his thumb. Uh, Yeah, like she's sucking uh, on that, and it looks dirty. Like it doesn't even look like a clean hand. She sucks on it for a minute. She's like, like, she goes back and forth. Like, (laughs) what do you mean? Like, look at this dirty ass fucking hand I'm sucking on. Yeah, like, why didn't she notice? You you would think she would like taste that something is on his fucking hand. Like, blood. Maybe she has an iron deficiency. Well, but that's probably it. <laughs> Karen's iron deficiency. Like I hate finger sucking in general, so this mm. is just even worse. Yeah, he was. You can see his hand is dirt. I mean, you can it's see like, it's dirty. Yeah, it's nasty. It's like Michael's like score. Yeah, right. You think <laughs> he popped a boner? Oh, for sure. Probably. Yeah. Doesn't she put his hand like on her chest too? Yeah, she's yeah. like, eh, and then she starts yeah. sucking on it. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Uh, So Michael uh, pulls away and grabs Karen's head, thrusting her into the hot tub, um, the hot pool water, multiple times. And as he pulls her out, we see her skin's Mm. bubbling and melting off. Each time he pulls her out, it gets worse and worse. This would be an awful way to go. He's like, that's for giving me blue balls. Yeah. (laughs) Bitch. Um, Uh, Could you imagine? No, because you wouldn't drown. You would just like. Your face would be burning off. Would you go into shock? 
Probably. Imagine like drinking that hot water too, because I'm sure she was like gasping for air. It's going in your eyes and ugh. Not great. Scene 10, Loomis goes back to school. Loomis and Hunt are at the schoolhouse that Michael broke into earlier in the evening. An officer shows them a picture of a family that a kid drew with a knife through, uh, in, like a knife through the little sister. Written in blood on the wall, it says Sam Hain. Loomis explains, it's a Celtic word. It means the Lord of the Dead, the end of summer, the festival of Sam Hain, October 31st. Just as Loomis is talking, the nurse from uh, the beginning of Halloween 1 shows up and asks to talk to Loomis privately. That's what I said, too. I said, the nurse from the first movie shows up. Yeah. <laughs> she makes a lot of special guest appearances. Mm-hmm. She's also an H2O. Um, Sam Hain. They never go into any more detail about this either, do they? Mm-mm. And I didn't look it up, so I I don't know. I would have thought that they were, would have went into more detail. But in the hallway, she tells him that the governor has ordered Loomis back to Smith's Grove. He tells her that some someone should have uh, listened to him sooner. She tells him that there is a marshal waiting for him outside. Shit, he's in trouble. He can't run. He cannot run. Gonna find you. Scene 11, (laughs) Jimmy the Pursuer. Jimmy is back in Lori's room again. He tells her that he won't let anything happen to her. He promises. Lori is zoning out uh, and not really responding. Jimmy uh, Jimmy runs and gets a nurse who shines a light in Lori's eyes um, and says says that she is unresponsive. Mm -hmm. We see Janet run down a hall and into a room where a shower is running. She's yelling for Dr. Michter. Um, he never responds, and um, she goes in another room. I guess it's like a side room to the office. I think it's like his office. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And we see Dr. Michter in a chair watching a fish tank. Uh, the nurse tells the doctor that Lori has had a reaction to the medicine. He never responds, and as the nurse turns his chair around, there's a syringe through his eye, mm-hmm. and he is dead. So do you think the syringe killed him through the eye or like whatever he was in the syringe? Well, it could be like this next kill, what he does to her. Mm, Yeah. Okay. So behind her, we see Michael's mask appear. He grabs the nurse, puts a syringe full of air through her temple, killing Mm. her. Michael does his famous head turn after he kills the nurse. I forget what that does. Doesn't it like make you have a, the air, like. Oh, it's uh, really bad. Yeah. You don't It doesn't make you have an aneurysm or something. I have no idea. I saw it in some other movie where they did that. And it's supposed to, it does something. Mm -hmm. Really? Puts like an air bubble in your bloodstream. Oh. Mm-hmm. How would he know that? I don't know. He knows a lot of <laughs> things, like what Sam Hain <laughs> means. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe we, he read a lot while he was in the hospital. Maybe. I mean, hey, you know, what are you going to do? We cut to Jimmy running around the hospital looking for Mrs. Alves. Back in Lori's room, we see that she is still out of it. And the nurse that is supposed to be helping her gets buzzed to another room, leaving Lori alone. Mm. Poor Lori. Outside of Lori's room in the hallway, we are in the point of view camera again as we see the camera walk toward Lori's room and we hear Michael's breathing. Michael enters the room and we can see he has a scalpel in his hand. He brings the scalpel down on Lori's bed multiple times. He pulls the sheets back to reveal that Lori had put pillows under the blankets and she was not in bed. Just some pillows. We cut to Lori limping down a hallway as Michael leaves the room to look for her. Hmm... What did you guys think of this? Well, it said she had a reaction to the medicine. That's why she was all. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of wondering, like, she woke up, okay. But, like, how did she know to leave the room? Like, what would have 
I don't get it. I, I wonder if maybe she wasn't out of it. She was trying to escape the room, and she knew the nurses wouldn't let her leave the room. So I don't know if maybe well, she was pretending maybe. that something was up so she could get out of the room, maybe. It drive, like, drove me nuts how slow oh, she I was know. getting around, though. Uh, I'm yeah. like, come on. But I don't think like you could fake the eye thing with the flashlight, though. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't have a good uh, a good feeling for it. Uh, one thing I did notice though was Michael's look is a lot different than the first one. Yeah, the mask is different, but he also wears like the um, mechanics suit. He like zipped all the way up. Yeah, like a turtleneck. <laughs> did you guys notice that? No, that's oh. probably there's a nip in the air. Mm, okay, <laughs> he's a little chilly. Um, <laughs> he's got thunder nips. And the other thing to note is that when he was drowning Karen in the hot, hot tub, his hand and arm were going in the hot tub too. And he didn't have any like blistering or Mm, good point. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, Mm. Lori stumbles around the hospital looking for the phone for a phone that works. We can see Michael retracing her footsteps down the hallway. Um, She's hiding in another room and I guess she just falls asleep. So maybe she is fucked up. I don't know. Yeah, because she'd like to pass us out. We cut back to Loomis leaving the school as Hunt tells Loomis not to worry. They'll find him, and uh, Loomis is put in the car and escorted back to Smith's Grove. Meanwhile, back at the hospital, we see Michael walking down hallways and entering rooms looking for Lori. On the camera, we see a nurse walking down the same hallway that Michael was just in, and she opens the door of a room that he had just entered. As she opens the door, Jimmy scares her. How she didn't see him, I don't know. That camera shot was neat, though, because it, like... Or it showed the security camera where he yes. was, because it like mm-hmm. gave you the perspective of right. like, where she was coming from. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, and you could see like she was going where he was just at. Yeah. So yeah, I agree. Neat. Um, old Jimmy, how would Jimmy get there so fast? You think? Mm-hmm. He ran. Did you see him fucking run down the hallway like an <laughs> yeah, idiot? That's true. Like <laughs> had his legs all like. <laughs> Poor Jimmy. He tells her that they have to find Lori. Check the east wing again, and if you don't find anyone, get in your car and drive to the sheriff's station. We see behind them that Michael is behind a sheet in the room the entire time. So they're standing outside of the door talking. We can mm-hmm. see inside of the room. If they would just look over, they would see Michael's silhouette behind this sheet. It's like one of those partitions they wheel between a bit, like he would dress behind or something, mm-hmm. like a curtain on wheels. It cracks me up that he's like eavesdropping. Yeah. <laughs> the whole movie. Yeah. He's just like. Let me see what they say. What are they like, talking about? Hmm, east wing. Where's the east wing? <laughs> okay. Did a lot of reading at Smith's He Grove. gets on the walkie and he's no. like, uh, can somebody point me in the direction of the east, east wing? wing. <laughs> <laughs> and Janet somehow knows how to work it all of yeah. a sudden. Yeah. She's like, oh yeah, that's down here. <laughs> oh, hey, Mr. Garrett. <laughs> Thank you. We follow Jimmy as he continues to look for Lori. Um, and I have a no- another note. Why didn't they turn on some lights? I don't know. I've noted that several times. Like, why is it so dark in here? Like, right. Turn a light on. I thought it was cool with its shadow, like, showing yeah. them. I, th- I wonder if shot. that's why they did it, because it was creepier. But let's be honest. If you're looking for somebody, you're going to turn the lights on. Yeah. But at some point, I noticed the, like, emergency lights were on. So I don't know if we were to believe the power was off. Oh. But they never, like, make a thing of it. So Maybe they were I, working I, off I, of a generator or something. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. Jimmy looks in one of the surgery rooms and he finds Mrs. Alves strapped to a table. As he walks closer, we see that there's an IV in her arm that is just draining her blood all over the floor. When Jimmy realizes this, he tries to turn and run quickly while slipping on the blood and falling to the ground, hitting his head. Okay, I'm not buying this death. This dipshit. You don't think that could happen? The blood thing? Mm. But like all of his other kills were just a stab or something. This is a very like planned out. It's a very elaborate death. And I just... None of his other ones are like that. So why did he all of a sudden? 
I don't know. Why did he get creative? Yeah, because he wasn't. It was very like saw. That's yeah. true. Yeah, it was. Does he do that in any of with any other kills at all? Mm-mm. Yeah, everything else is really aggressive. Like, yeah, it's just like a stab or a you know, hammer. Hammer. So all of a sudden but, he knows how to hook somebody up like that and yeah. bleed them dry. Like, what the fuck? So I took issue with that one because I was like, maybe, it's so different from all the others. Just let's just say maybe he had to get IVs in the hospital where he was at. True. And maybe that's how he knew. He's paying that nurse back for all the times he got pricked. Maybe. Yeah. I just feel like he wouldn't spend that much time. I agree. It's a little far-fetched. Yeah. Plus... um, was she unconscious when this happened or what? Cause couldn't she have just taken the IV out? She was strapped down though. She yeah. was strapped. Strapped. That'd be a shitty way to go. Huh? I think he would just like pass out his, or scream for help. His yeah. fall was a hot mess. Yeah. The fall was a bit much. <laughs> Bust yeah, his like shit right over the top. Like it looked real. Like he yeah. really fell and busted his head. Could you imagine falling on someone else's blood like uh, that? That was a lot. Because it goes on his fizz like Johnny Depp. Yeah. Once again, Sleepy Hollow. More blood in the mouth. Like I can't. Yeah. I can't deal. Ugh. Blood in the mouth. Ugh. All right, we cut back to the nurse, uh, whom Jimmy instructed to go to the sheriff station, trying to start her car. However, it won't start, and she gets out and notices that every car in the lot has their tires are cut. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like they drained the gas out of the, at least out of her car. Yeah, back. Uh, mm. So okay, so he had time. There's a lot of logistical issues I'm having with this movie. Um, well, okay, that's fine. Back in the hospital, Lori crawls out of the room as, that she was hiding in, um, hiding slash sleeping in, because she did take a little nap there. You know, get well, her energy nap. levels up, mm-hmm. and she struggles to her feet. Jessica, this drove you crazy. This was really slow. It took her like I said, 15 here we minutes. go. It took her like 15 <laughs> minutes to stand up. I'm like, come <laughs> on. She walks slowly down the hallway as the nurse from earlier calls her. The nurse walks by a hallway, and as she does, we see Michael walk out behind her, stab her in the back with the scalpel. Mm-hmm. Everybody keep in mind, this is a scalpel. Mm-hmm. He lifts her up with one arm. <laughs> So high that her hat and shoes fall off as she's shaking, he drops her and goes after Lori. That's a grip. If he yeah. can't stab Bob, Bob, right, from the first movie, mm-hmm. yeah. to the door with a butcher knife, there's no way a scalpel is lifting a whole person up. No, even if it could, wouldn't it like, st- like slice as it went you and would, just like come out, basically? You would think, but also there's n- it couldn't go in far enough no. to like even hold catch like that. That'd have You'd to run, catch out, run out of handle. You'd <laughs> run out of handle. <laughs> what if his whole <laughs> arm is in there? He's just like, maybe. That's it. It's got to be. <sighs> Nobody can see what I was doing. It sounded like a burp. <laughs> I was not burping, by the way. I was shaking. I was like seizing. Uh, Lori's now running down the hallway. So, Jess, she went from not being able to walk. She was crawling. Mm -hmm. Then she fell asleep while she was crawling. She went zero to 60 real quick. I said, oh, all of a sudden she's like leather face (laughs) (laughs) and runs super fast. Oh, man. Um, So she's knocking medical beds and other items out in front of Michael. I said she's moving pretty well now. Oh, yeah. She's booking it. As Lori runs from Michael going to the basement. Again, she goes to the basement of all places, Lori. We see Michael descending the steps and looking for her. In the basement, Lori finds the dead security guard hanging and screams bloody murder. Mr. Garrett. She climbs up a pipe out a window and as Michael approaches and tries to cut her with the scalpel so at this point she's like crawling out like a basement window yeah and he's just like he could have easily just grabbed her 
<clears throat> yeah. Pulled her ass back in there. For sure. Again, a lot of logistical mm-hmm. issues, a lot of um, gravity issues, maybe? Yeah. With the scalpel and the... And the yeah. That whole part cracked me up because it, she was, like, already down in the basement, and he's, like, on the first flight of stairs, and she's all, like... <sighs> yeah. And then it cuts back to him, and he's just, like, slowly, like, walking Coming down the, the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> Sauntering down, like the you've step. got some time, girl. Just yeah. you know, take your time, find a way. <laughs> take another nap. Catch your breath. <laughs> Let's think this through. Uh, so she falls through the window. Is now in another area of the basement. As she gets to an elevator and pushes the button to go up, we see Michael approach her very slowly, holding the scalpel. Just as he reaches her from the elevator, uh, the elevator door closes. Or, I'm sorry, it elevator. opens. <laughs> she gets in. As the door shuts, mm. Michael tries to stick his scalpel through the door. Are you shitting me? <laughs> now on a new elevator, it would have opened. That's but what I said. I was like, he's like, open? like this, like put like, yeah, he's like, eh. come on, man. Let me in here. My, <laughs> let me my in what's he doing? Lori makes it out of the hospital into the parking lot. As she looks for a car to hide in, she finds one that is unlocked. And as she gets in the front seat, ducking below the dash to hide. That was a lot. Yeah. Um, Okay, scene 12, grounded Loomis. Loomis is being escorted out of town by the police officer. We see that they are driving by the Haddonfield Hospital sign where Michael was walking by earlier. Mm -hmm. In the car, Loomis asks the nurse if um, she saw the blackboard at the school. He tells her that in order to appease the gods, the druid priests held fire rituals, prisoners of war, the criminally insane animals were even burned alive. By examining... The way they died, they believe they could see omens of the future. Sam Hain isn't evil spirits. It isn't goblins, ghosts, or spirits. It is the unconscious mind. We're all afraid of the dark inside ourselves. That's a cool line. <sighs> That's deep. a lot. It's yeah. very deep, Loomis. How did Michael know about this? I don't know. Yeah, me fucking either. Must have been a library at Sunnyside Acres or wherever the fuck Michael's a very deep individual. <clears throat> yes. I feel like this very brief, less than five minute combined sections is what set the four, five, and six movies off on a fucking mm-hmm. roller coaster. Mm-hmm. But we're not talking about those. We're talking about this. The woman tells him that there was a file on Secret Michael. file. No one knew about it. It was sealed. After the death of Judith Myers. And he's like, what file? <laughs> his head about explodes, dude. Do you see his eyes? It was like, oh, shit. He's really mad. After the events of tonight, the governor has ordered that it be unsealed and read. She tells me it's unfair. They should have allowed him to examine all of the evidence. That girl, that strode girl, that's Michael Myers' sister. Fuck. What? Mind blown. In the holy hell. Hey, sis. <laughs> You're my sister. You're my sister. Hmm. Did you guys get that vibe in the first movie? No. No. And if you hadn't another rem- rando. Yeah. And if you hadn't reminded me of it, I probably would have it probably would have been surprising. She was born two years before he had, he was committed. Two years after his parents died, she was adopted by the Strodes. Loomis tells her that she's that he is there to kill his sister. Loomis tells the sheriff that he has to turn around. They have to go back to the hospital. The cop tells him that he can he's under strict orders loomis pulls out his gun why didn't the cop take his gun from him points it at the cop he points it out the window and shoots the car window which makes the cop turn around quickly yeah 
Back at the hospital, we see Jimmy get in the car that Lori is hiding in. He tries to start the car, but it won't start. He tells her not to worry that they're going to get out of there. As he says this, he passes out, and his head hits the horn, making it honk. <sighs> Lori gets up and pushes him back so that the horn shuts off. Um, did you notice the bend in his neck when he, like, yeah. leans yeah. back? <laughs> so, like, do we ever find out what happens to him? He's just... Very concussed. I don't think he's dead. So there's two versions of this movie. They actually shot extra scenes for the TV version that aired on TV. Mm. And in the TV version, you see him in the back of the ambulance with Lori at the end. I think they're holding hands like on their own stretchers. Because uh, this yeah. one, you don't ever see him again. This is the last time we see him, yeah. Okay. Um, but on the TV version, they did shoot extra scenes. So they actually, there's mm. a couple extra Loomis scenes, and then there's the scene where they leave and uh, it explains that he made it out too. I didn't like that that wasn't resolved. Mm. Well, you know, they do that in the birds, so. True. Lori tries to start the car, but can't get it to start either. She opens the passenger side door and falls out right on the ground. <sighs> <laughs> oh, this fucking scene, this made me mad. dude. Her fingernails uh, on yeah. the pavement I were like... Know. Why is she doing that? I don't know if she's like purposely doing she's it. She's like... Oh, it's so gross. But it was like, oh, God. Ugh, it made my skin crawl. Yeah, I hate that. Everything she does in like that scene pisses me off. Mm, why? <laughs> but how would you fix it? It just makes me mad. It makes me mad that she just falls out on the ground. Mm, like, why true. can't we just open the door and get out like normal? She reminds me of uh, Samora coming out of the TV. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then she like can't scream. Yeah. Yeah, she's crawling on the ground. We see Loomis and the officer pull up. Um, to the front doors of the hospital. I like this scene a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. So as they get out, uh, Lori is unable to get any words out of her mouth. <laughs> she tries to say help. She tries to scream help. Nothing comes out of her mouth. As the doors of the hospital close behind Loomis, she's finally able to yell and scream help. So this reminded me, obviously um, this was filmed first, but it really reminded me of that Casey Becker scene in Scream mm-hmm. where she's like oh, stabbed yeah. and her parents are right there on the front porch mm-hmm. and she can't. Maybe that's what they based that off of. Well, I'm sure they did. Yeah. At least she had been stabbed already. Yeah. I think he like, choked her too, didn't he? I think that's so. That's why yeah. she couldn't breathe because he choked yeah. her. Yeah, but what the hell was Lori's Lori. fucking problem? She fell out of the car, Seth. Oh, you can't scream well, when you fall exerted, out of the <laughs> She exerted all of her energy pushing God. Jimmy back off the horn. But then she does scream. Loudly. Yeah. Like... As soon as they're inside yeah. and then they don't hear it. Right. Like as soon as they close the door. I think I know the problem. I bet she was holding in an exertion fart. That's it. If um, she had just let out the exertion fart, she would have like. They probably would have heard it. Exactly. Yeah. Or she would have like flew across the pavement. <laughs> like yeah. exertion fart. Shoo. Then Loomis would have run over. Did you just shit yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what I sounded like was Loomis? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that sounds like a Loomis thing to say. And he stood up and yelled it. <laughs> oh, Lord. Loomis, uh, inside Loomis tells the officer <laughs> to go check all the rooms down the hall. He tells the woman to shut up and stay with him. Dude, he has no respect for this this, Nurse this lady, dude. He's always yelling at her. He didn't help her up in the first one. Outside the hospital, Lori tries to hobble inside, but as she does, we see Michael pop up behind her and walk toward her as she's beating on the door to get inside. Just as Michael approaches, Loomis does open the door and he locks it behind Lori as she goes into the hospital. This this was I like laughed out loud when this happened. So Michael walks up to the doors <laughs> and just walks straight through <laughs> the glass, <laughs> head first, straight through the yeah. glass. Uh-huh. Zero fucks given. I kind of liked it. I thought it was like, okay. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. 
Uh, Loomis shoots him five times as Michael falls to his knees and then backwards onto the floor. Uh, the officer that's with Loomis walks up to Michael as Loomis screams at him to stop. He instructs the woman to go out and use the radio to call for help. Only I'm authorized to use that radio. Yeah, like, dude. Is this really the time and place? Exactly. God. Like, all this shit's going on. You're worried about your fucking radio? Fuck. Well, he gets it in, anyway. Uh, Loomis is talking <laughs> to Lori as the officer bends down to check Michael's pulse. As he does, Michael sits up, grabs him, and cuts his throat with the scalpel. All he had to do was listen. Nobody listens to Loomis, man. Yeah. Michael sits up and walks after Loomis and Ann Lori, who are now running from him for their lives. As Michael approaches, we see Loomis and Lori go into an operating room. Outside, uh, the woman. This woman's name is Marion Chambers, by the way. I could not find it anywhere. I finally wrote it down. Um, tells the police to get their asses there now. She says, it's Michael Myers. Just get your ass over here. <laughs> yes, sir. Inside the operating room, Loomis gives Lori the gun, but she won't take it. He sets it on her ground, or on her feet, by her feet on the ground. Shit. God. Michael knocks the glass out of the door and busts the door down. As he walks through the doorway, Loomis puts the gun to his head and pulls the trigger, but no bullets are left. Wouldn't he know that? Probably not. The dude's nuts. Because he shot the one in the car mm -hmm. and then the five. That'd be six. Can so. you hear him getting pissed off? God damn. <laughs> But at the beginning, he <laughs> shot him seven yeah. times. So who knows? Maybe he thought he had seven. <laughs> there you go. Michael stabs Loomis in the stomach with the scalpel. Michael walks slowly toward Lori, holding the scalpel. Lori calls his name, causing him to stop, turn his head, and mm -hmm. then come after her again. As he starts, she points the gun at him and shoots him in the face twice. Michael stumbles backwards and grabs his face. As he does, he looks back at Lori, and we can see that the there's blood running out of the eye holes of his mask. So she shot him in the eyes. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, this is one of my favorite scenes, actually, from any of the Halloween movies, to be honest with you. One of the, my favorites. Probably not my favorite, but I that's and that's my favorite Michael mask. You can buy it online. It's got the blood coming out of the eye holes. Oh. There's your mm -hmm. Halloween costume. And we'll see. I don't know. But I guess they had the blood packets inside of the mask. And when he put his hand over his eyes, he burst them. And that's how uh. they, they got that effect to work. Um, so Michael's holding his eyes. He begins swinging the scalpel around wildly since he can't see. Oh, my God. He was making some see. He had some, some heat going on that scalpel. <laughs> Loomis gets up and turns on a gas tank to gain Michael's attention. Michael walks over toward the sound, swinging the scalpel wildly. As he approaches Loomis, Lori turns on another tank, which draws Michael to her. They it's, each do this until the tanks are all on. It's oxygen and ether, I think, is what the two things they were turning oh, damn, on. Dude, your attention to detail, Seth. Did you notice Loomis was like, go on, get out. Yeah. Go on, get. Well, he <laughs> was like, I think they were trying to time it because he was like, now. And then she ran out. <laughs> yeah, Loomis tells Lori to get out, get out now. Go on, get. It's time, Michael. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Flips his lighter, blowing the entire room up, himself and Michael inside of it. <laughs> we see Lori down the hall hiding behind a wall as um, you see the fire burst. And then all of a sudden, of course, behind Lori walking down the hallway, we can see Michael. He's engulfed in flames coming down the hallway. He gets almost to Lori before collapsing. We see a shot of the mask burning on his face. Was there any holy cow Loomis to the rescue, dude? Fun facts about that scene or anything? Because um, it looked like he was wearing a snowsuit. He I, looked a lot bigger. So I, I didn't agree. know if it was like some kind of fireproof. Oh, I'm sure it was a fireproof yeah, suit okay. because he his uh, mechanics thing looked way bigger. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Scene thirteen, the final scene. 
The scene starts with Hunt, Detective Hunt, or Sheriff Hunt talking to another officer. Then he tells him that the body count is 10 so far. They walk around the car, and we see a paramedic wheeling Lori into, uh, she's in a wheelchair. She gets in the ambulance. Uh, the annoying media are behind her, commenting, co- commentating <laughs> her every move as the paramedic puts her in an ambulance and drives off into a foggy Missed and is gone. We cut to Lori's face inside the ambulance. Mr. Sandman begins to play, and the camera cuts to Michael's face burning in the fire as the screen pans to black and the credits roll. What a great song for this movie. The yeah. end. I love when they use like like upbeat songs yeah. like that in horror movies. Yeah. Fucks with your head. You prefer it over um the uh, the Halloween theme? No, I don't know. Over this, I just feel like it's different. Like definitely over this Cynthia's one. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I did not like it in this one. Yeah, I agree. Um, I prefer the original. I actually prefer Rob Zombie's the most. But you know, I'm a little biased when it comes to Rob Zombie movies. So what are you gonna do? <sighs> they should. Rob. They should use my neck, my back in one of these. Oh my god! <laughs> like an horror movie. <laughs> my neck. My Maybe uh, Jessica for your um, storm movie. You could put it in that. Shoot, (laughs) I could. See, it's just like the theme song for the fucking. (laughs) Nothing to do with the movie. You guys, that's gonna be for the opening credits scene. (laughs) I think it'd be sick. (laughs) It's just you running from a storm without playing. Get good. (laughs) Lick this just like you should. My Uh, during the flood scene, you could play WAP. Yeah, there you see, go. We already got a soundtrack for you. Damn, son. You guys ready to rate this thing or what? Let's do it. Let's let's do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, hang on. I gotta find a pen, real a pen? quick. Greatest of all time. I don't care what Seth says about you. Fuck that, man. So, hey, I did something a little different with our stabbies. So, I printed out the stabby stuff, but I actually did it uh, by your own rating and what your highest ratings were. I suggested this a long time ago. Uh, Well, we all can't be you. God, if we were, the world would be a very interesting place. Hopefully, this speeds up your rating section. Um, So, right now, leading the way, we got the ring with an average stabbies rating of 4.7, the conjuring with a 4.7. They are tied for first place scream with a 4.63 and the texas chainsaw 2003 with a 4.53 we gave the first halloween a 4.4 average stabbies rating our bottom two movies right now are killer condom and i know what you did last summer oh man i'm nervous why i'm a little nervous a little nervy a little nerve-wracking so how stabbies work we give it a rating out of five We'll compile them at the end to give an average rating for the whole horror movie crew. Who wants to go first? 4.4. Oh, shit. Seth's like, fuck it, dog. I ain't even playing around. 4.4 for Seth. Same as the first one. No, I did 4.5. You did? So I rated this slightly below. This I feel like this has a lot more holes in it now that we've talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it better as far as action. Mm-hmm. But there's some unexplained things in this one. I thought, because before we started, you guys both had kind of mentioned that you liked it more than the first one. So I thought you were going to go higher than the first one. I'm, I'm surprised. After we talked it out, changed my mind. I have that impact on people, Seth. <gasps> Jessica. 
4.1. Shit, a 4.1. Hey, what did you rate the... 3.8, so you went up. You did yeah. like it more. I did like it more. We'll talk about why you liked it more okay. in a minute. I'll be honest, I think I'm going against the grain here, but I did not like it more. I don't like the Michael in this movie. The whole cat-like jump thing did it for me. I was like, ah. Just done pissed you off. I feel <laughs> like Lori Strode is our, um, is our gal, and she's not in it a lot. Which also kind of bugs me a little bit. That's true. So I'm like, I didn't really care about any of the other characters. Loomis a little bit, but I, I really don't like Loomis that much. Um, I know, Seth, you're probably getting mad at me here, so I'll wrap it up here. Um, oh, man, what to do, what to do. I gave, the first, I gave Halloween a 4.9. Um, I don't like this movie more than Jeepers Creepers, so I can't give it a 4.1. I'm going to give it a solid... 3.9, the same as Friday the 13th. I think it's right there with me for Friday the 13th. That sound fair? Sounds good. Fair enough. You guys are the greatest friends I ever have. I mean, absolutely the greatest friends I've ever had. Duh. Would you guys give me a good Yelp review? Yes. Just you yourself? Me, myself, and I. You guys ready for getting lit and talking shit? Yep. I'm ready to talk a little shit. I'm waiting all week to talk shit, Seth. Oh, really? I thought you were going to sing the Getting Lit and Talking Shit song, but... Getting Lit and Talking my head. Mr. Sandman. Yes? That's not a drag show. Bring me a dream. Yes. Jessica, why did you like this movie more than the first one? Um... I thought the setting was like a little more creepy because mm-hmm. it was in a hospital, I guess. Okay. Um, that's, that's the main. It main was thing. a little faster paced because yes. you said the reason you didn't like the first one was because it was kind of slow, correct? Yes. I mean, this went right into it. It did. Like there was no Tommy with the pumpkin and all that bullshit. Yeah. There weren't as, like, you kind of, and all that crap. You kind of said earlier you thought they were trying to character build, why they kind of pushed Lori off to the side, I think, because yeah. they wanted you to kind of have some sort of uh, um, connection. Yes, yeah. with the characters when they killed them. Because I do think that helps. We had a kill within the first, what, five minutes of the movie? Yeah. So, yeah. So um, the gore level was actually ramped up during the. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a lot gorier. Well, it wasn't initially. Uh, John Carpenter actually stepped in later after Rick Rosenthal had directed and recorded the movie. And um, due to the success of Friday the 13th and some other gorier movies at the time, he felt that the movie required that and that Rosenthal didn't have an understanding of what the movie needed. So John Carpenter actually stepped in later. I think they may have refilmed some stuff, but he did add more gore to the movie than originally. But didn't John Carpenter like refuse to direct this movie? Um, he didn't want to direct. He did write it, but he did not want okay. to direct it. I read that inadvertently. Yeah. Um. Oh, were you looking up fun facts? I was curious about the hospital it was being filmed in. I remember reading the facts guy. It was like one that had just closed. Oh, was it really? Yeah. So those two probably have beef. Mm, probably. He's, he's like, oh, I directed this movie, and he's yeah. like, well, it's not good enough. So. <laughs> so now we're gonna butt fuck. Well, I think John Carpenter. 
god. I think Carpenter's a hard dude to get along with. I think. I, I think he's very particular. I don't even know what he looks like. I'm gonna look this up. Have you ever heard? Uh, uh, I think it's Jason Blumhouse. The mm-hmm. Blumhouse that he talks about when he went to talk to him about doing the 2018 movie. Uh uh-uh. And his like he's sales rude. pitch to him. Yeah, he just like was like we've they've redone it a bunch of other times. What makes you think yours is gonna be any different? And he gave him the pitch or whatever, and he was like. uh he mm-hmm. prepared for it and all this, and he was like, "I went in. I'm, I'm, I don't remember the exact time he said, but he was like, I went in at four. Mm-hmm. A meeting started at four, and I walked out of the meeting. Looked at my watch, and it was like four ten, four eleven. <laughs> That's all the time that he had made for him. But wow, he got to, he got to do the movie. But anyway, um, all right. So let's go over the ratings real quick for our um for the movie Halloween two. So Rotten Tomatoes critics they gave this on forty critics they gave it a 30 percent that's not surprising um the rotten tomatoes audience out of 77,000 uh ratings 77,000 users it got a 63 percent that's not bad imdb gave it a 6.5 out of 10 which is 65 percent we actually gave it a 4.13 average stabbies rating out of five which puts it at 82 point six percent well we're clearly right here <laughs> i mean obviously I all mean, these seventy-seven thousand people know what the hell they're talking about well you know there's always some duds out there mm-hmm. <laughs> that's an average rating so you know and jessica's boost of it um you know from the first one really helped get boost. that yeah, rating go. up there so i wonder where that puts it it doesn't put it near the first one probably because of my low rating i bet yep, yeah you went, you went lower than i thought you would on this I just, I don't know, man. Couldn't get into it. I mean, I liked it. It's probably one if it were on, I would watch it. But it's like, uh, not that I'd hate it. It's just mm-hmm. I don't think it's as good as, as the, I feel like the first one paved the way and you got to pay homage to it. I don't know. I'll I think probably. I'd only really want to watch it around this time of year. The second one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Not on Easter. It's not one no. I would pull <laughs> out of the shelf and just watch. Right. Okay, that's fair. Um, there's others in the, f- the first one I would pull, I would grab it and watch it. Yeah. Uh, Rob Zombies I could watch on a Sunday morning eating cereal. Sunday morning. Um, but anyway, so money, you know, let's talk about the money. Budget 2.5 million. Box office is 25.5 million in North America. I don't know why Damn. they segre- segregated that out from worldwide. I think usually yeah. it's worldwide. But I think it was like half of what the first one did. So it did not do as well as the first one. Yeah. Sequels usually don't. Squeakquels. 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 That's what Randy says. Sequels always suck. Lindsay. <laughs> so you guys know I always have <laughs> questions after watching the movie. Yeah. Jessica. Yes. What was your favorite scene from the movie? Um, I really liked the scene when it showed his shadow in the background on the wall. I just thought that was really cool. When Jimmy and... Uh, the other chick are talking? Uh-huh. Mm. He's just eavesdropping. Always. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. East Wing, got it. He's kind of a pervert. <laughs> yeah. 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 Definitely. Like, he watches Bob and uh, Linda bone in well, the first he, one. he let, what's her face, suck on his fingers for a minute, yeah. too. Like. <laughs> you think he jerks off while he's watching them? Maybe you just see his shadow like hand like, moving all the time. It's what if he had a real big hog? Oh my god, he's a big dude. I bet he's like, <sighs> actually, Dick Warlock is the shortest person to ever play Michael Myers. Oh, really? Yeah, 
crazy is that? Short in that. No. Yeah, he wore uh, lifts in his boots. So he, uh, on his boots, so he'd be taller. Yeah, fun fact. I didn't have that one written down. Jeez. This is because I have no fucking life. I just know stupid shit. It's fine. If I ever went on Jeopardy, let's hope it's a That's horror movie. Jeopardy. You watch random horror movies on Wednesday. On Sunday mornings while yeah. I'm eating Frosty Flakes. Fun stuff. Seth, what was your favorite scene from the movie? Well, it's probably like a series of scenes, but Ooh. I really like the whole where they kept showing the security camera and like people in different spots. And mm. I, I don't know. I just thought it was maybe it was cutting edge for the time. But I thought it was cool. Ooh. I don't know. I made it creepier. Yeah. Um, my favorite scene. <sighs> and walking through the door. Him walking through the door. Oh, it, it, you know what? That's the one that stands out the most. It really does, truthfully. But um, it probably not my favorite. I don't know. I like the scene Jessica said was her favorite with the silhouette. You know, my, my favorite scene from the first one is when he's behind her and you can see his mask. And I think that's really yeah. creepy. Um, I think they kind of do that again mm-hmm. um, in this movie. But... I don't know. I'll go with the door, the glass door, because it's funny. I, I literally laughed out loud when yeah. it happened. I was like, how terrible is this? <laughs> but Seth, favorite kill from the movie? Mm, probably, I'm probably going to have to go with uh, Karen's. Was that, that's a hot tub chick. Mm-hmm. Just because it was so... Because she had her nipples out? Just because I, I think that's the worst like way to go of everybody. Yeah, that would probably be the worst. I agree. And did we, in the first one, did they show every kill? Because this one, we don't see all of them. Mm. We didn't see the doctor. We didn't see Mrs. Alvarez. Alvarez. Um, Alvarez. Yes, I do not know. Did we We saw him kill Bob. He strangles Linda. He strangles Annie and then cuts her throat. Uh, we don't see him kill the truck driver that he gets the okay. outfit okay. from. Okay, so, all right. And who else dies in that movie? Is that it? I think that's all of them. It's definitely that's a lot more deaths in this movie. Kills. Ten, I said, right? Oh, that's what he said, but I didn't go back into like a kill yeah. count. But there's definitely a lot more in this one. I thought it was kind of different. We didn't see a couple of them. But. So you're going with Karen? Yeah. Yeah. Jessica? That was the same. Mm-hmm. I had the same one. I got to go with the security guard. The fucking hammer into the head. Yeah, that's a close <laughs> second. Shoo-wee. That would be rough. I'd hope it would like knock you out, but probably be quick. I'd imagine. Um, Seth, what was the one thing you liked about the movie? One thing. I liked its quicker pace, mm. for sure. Yep. More action. Jess. I liked that it was a little bit more creepy. Okay. I thought it was creepier than the first one. Yeah, creepier setting for sure. Yeah. I think the jump scares helped. It was definitely quicker paced. There were more deaths, which I think always helps. Mm-hmm. <sighs> um. I'm not a big fan of the way they went about. Uh, that, that'd be the next one. That's what I didn't like about the movie. I'm sorry. I'm jumping way ahead. Um, I like that it's quicker paced. I like that there's more action and that there's more deaths. And I think that they did a better job of keeping us interested. Where in the first one, it's a lot of story. It's a lot of um, character building. Whereas this one, yes, right. there's some. There's enough for you to kind of know right you know who people are and i think the characters are more interesting in this movie like bud he was funny yeah he was annoying but he was funny jimmy was weird Mm -hmm. um karen she had a nice set of boobs so hey you know (laughs) hey you go karen um so i think i like the characters in this one more yeah than the first one uh jessica one thing you did not like about the movie that 
Lori could not get up and walk around. <laughs> oh, her 15 minutes. And then all of a sudden she could fucking run, like yeah. full blast sprint down the yeah. hallway. Like, yeah. <sighs> yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, mine's long winded, so I'll go last. So, Seth, what did you not like about the movie? Definitely, like I already mentioned, a couple like unexplained or holes in it. Mm-hmm. That and then like Mrs. Alva's death mm-hmm. being so inconsistent with everybody else. Agreed. 100%. That death should have been different. Yeah. Um, okay. What I did not like about it is, and I even had, to, I texted you earlier today because I have watched this movie a bunch of times, but when I was preparing for this question, I was, because I don't like the way, I don't mind that they have Lori being Michael's sister. That's fine. But the way in which they go, you find out the last 15 minutes of the movie. Yep. The first movie is like completely there's you would have never guessed that there was mm-hmm. okay, um, and then Lori never even nobody tells her that that's her brother. Like, are we supposed to infer from the flashback that she, that's when she realizes, oh shit, this is my brother? I don't know. Like, I didn't get that. Yeah. Because Loomis never tells her that unless I missed it. Because I texted no. you and you no. said you didn't think he did either. No. I don't think she ever finds out. And then he dies. Well, he's supposed to die, yeah. which you find out later he doesn't. Because it felt like her flashback, like there should have been a couple more where she like kept seeing different like. Yeah. But just that one, it wasn't like enough to really be like, okay. Wasn't she he in the flashback like as a younger Yeah, he's sitting kid. in the chair. Yeah, like, yeah. but That's the boy looking out the window and mm-hmm. the white walls there and it turns like around. I kept yeah. thinking, okay, there'll be another one where she like approaches him or like, I yeah. don't know, something happens. But Well, apparently uh, John Carpenter severely regrets that he had written that into the movie that that was his sister mm. um and i don't hate it as a plot line i don't hate the plot line either i just don't think they did a great job um of implementing it into the study like, it's not necessary mm. at that point like it's f- the last 10 minutes 15 minutes you find out but she never finds out it does it doesn't add anything to the storyline i don't think mm. True. I guess. I kind of like what we kind of talked about in the first one where um, she happened to go to the house and she was the same age as his sister. Tommy was the same age he was. I feel like that connection made more sense. It was a better storyline than, oh, all of a sudden that's his sister. So. But it kind of explains, or I think it's trying to, why he like keeps coming after her. Yeah. Right. Like when she ran out of the hospital, why didn't he just like let her go? Yeah, that's true. That's Maybe true. that's what they were trying to do. I don't know. Again, I just don't think it added anything. But um, okay, how do you guys think this compares to the first movie? Uh, whoever wants to go first. You want me to go first? You want me to go first? Can I, I go can, first? If you're not good to say anything, I'll go first. Fuck it. <laughs> um, obviously, my rating says it all. I think the first one is a great movie. It paved the way for a lot of other horror movies moving forward. And I think this one was kind of a cash grab. I think they probably did it to make money. And I think that the storyline doesn't really compare to the first one. The action is better. There's more likable characters. But in comparison to the first movie, um, this one doesn't hold a plane to the first movie, in my opinion. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I rated it just below the first one. So there's some kind of... (laughs) natty thing flying around in here. There was a gnat. Is it a natty light? <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I like it, but it's, it's definitely below the first one Yeah, for me. Not it, for me. I like it more. You like it more. Mm-hmm. Even with the 
half hour her getting up off the floor scene. Yes. <laughs> I feel like, though, I like this one for, like, nostalgia mm. reasons. Like, I just remember watching this one. I remember it more than the first one, and I feel like that's another reason why I like it more. You know, I'm thinking about it. Does she say more than, like, ten words in this entire movie? Lori? Yeah. Not much. No, because she's kind of, like, out. She, like, never says anything, hardly. Yeah, Not much. But I think I mentioned this last pot episode that... Um, John Carpenter and Deborah Hill and Jamie Lee Curtis didn't make a lot of money. The first movie was a humongous success. Yeah. They, none of them made hardly any money making that movie. What about the second one? She makes them. Well, I think that's why Carpenter came back. And I think either Jamie Lee Curtis would only do it if John Carpenter did it or vice versa or something to that effect. But that I think this was their way to get money, I guess. Yeah. Um, an easy gig for her. She didn't really have to do anything, but total cash grab for sure. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. Um, yeah. So we kind of talked about. Do you, do you like Michael and Lori being siblings? Do you like, or would you rather not know what makes Michael tick? Would you think it would have been better if we didn't know? If they just kind of kept it? I mean, they did that whole Sam Hain thing, which again, I think storyline wise, the first one's way better in my opinion, yeah. but. I feel like at some point I'd have to know because I'd be like, why the fuck does he keep coming after her? Yeah. Especially like with the new ones. I'd be like, what is his deal? They wouldn't even right. really have a storyline for the new ones if they yeah. hadn't right. done that. Yeah, you're right. So, so. 2008, Halloween 2018, they go completely away from the storyline. They're not. Danny McBride has said in an interview that, that Lori is not going to be Michael's sister. They don't. They completely discount the second movie altogether. Um, I don't know. Do you guys like that better? Or what do you, what do you think? Did you guys see... We saw 2018 together, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. But I don't remember what. the The I thing don't remember very well. The thing for me is like everybody's like, "Oh, Laurie Strode's my favorite final girl." Like she sucked in Halloween one. She didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Halloween, she stabbed him in the neck with a with a fucking uh, yarn needle and thing. And a hanger. The second movie, she's hardly in. How is she your favorite final girl? Other than the fact that this is these are great movies, like. Probably because she's the original one. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Now, in Halloween 2018, she's like a total badass. So it's like, okay, Mm -hmm. that makes sense. But I don't know. I don't know. That kind of paves the way for what we're talking about on the next episode. Rob, Zombies, Halloween. Seth, you've never seen this movie, correct? No, uh uh-uh. That is wild. So this will be different for me it's gonna be different how long have uh, we been friends too long like eight years <laughs> so lucy is six like seven maybe almost so seven almost eight years and you've had to hear me rant and rave about this movie and you've never seen it what's funny is we've marathoned this what twice and those um, have never been included in it they're separate entities yeah maybe watch that fucking paul rudd one mm, oh, yeah oh paul. we did <laughs> <laughs> fucking paul <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot god that was terrible oh, stop it well we'll talk i just see i, I already want to start talking about rob zombies halloween right now and i have no. to stop cannot. myself you need to shut up but uh, fuck fine shut all right hey you guys know that um a podcast on elm street asked me to join their rob zombies halloween episode which will come out after ours so ours oh. will come out cool. and then the week after theirs will come out and I'll be on there. We are very upset about it. That's not true. I already talked to you about it. Mark Bitch. and Brooke. It was Mark. Brooke actually asked for you to be on it. And oh, Mark, well, okay. Mark was like, fuck that. Zima drinking <laughs> Seth. I do not drink Zima. 
I'd drink a Zima. If okay, last question, we're gonna get out of here. If you we had Zimas right now and you were gonna put a Jolly Rancher in your Zima, what would your Jolly Rancher flavor be? Watermelon. Okay. Grape. I'd go with the apple. We all pick different ones. Holy mm. shit. Is there anything else that you would like to talk about or discuss about Halloween two? No, but we should get Zimas for next time. <laughs> And Jolly Ranchers. No, I just really want a fucking Jolly Rancher. <laughs> I'll crack a Zima with my <laughs> fine friends. All right. In that case, we're out of here. Bye. Adios. Adios. Yeah. Wow, he's culture. Culture.